Welcome back to Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists. Boy, do we have a panel for you today. The industry's screenwriting experts. A panel of new voices in Hollywood. The costumes are a character. Fuck, Mary kill. Wide shot, two shot, close up. This is Artists. On Artists. On Artists. On Artists. Do you know why they call it show business? I always wondered that. Welcome back to Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists, and it's all about houses today. House of Gucci is one of the most popular movies that has ever been made, uh, garnering <laughs> Oscar buzz and uh, generating lots of uh, talk about its performers. But another movie about another popular clothing line also came out at the same time, and we have that team here in the studio. That's right. The creative team behind House of L.L. Bean are here to promote their new movie. Now sit down and relax and enjoy House of L.L. Bean cast and crew. Hello, I'm Jeff Jeffries and I played Tony Bean. Hello, um, I'm Sabrina Catching and I directed this little film. <laughs> My name is... Walter, Walter Gunn, and uh, I played Leon, Leon Woodbean, the creator of L.L. Uh, Bean. Hi, I'm uh, Effie Jacobs, and I was the costume designer for House of L.L. Bean, and um, I'm really excited for people to see this movie. I don't know about you guys. I know we've been overshadowed by um, a bigger movie. Tragically. Uh, yeah. But I think that our little movie has uh, a lot to offer. I think our movie uh, is a little nugget for movies and stories about a small brand who's a giant. What's good about L.L. Bean is they are a giant in the fashion world, but you don't know. You don't know. Exactly. You don't know it because the clientele who are wearing House of Bella Bean are, um, you know, they're East Coast uh, mothers and fathers. I was And they're say, rather cold. I would say you, the, the, the L.L. Bean client is a cold client. You know it if you go to Maine. You know it if you walk into a bookstore. You know it if you're in a coffee shop. You know it if you are uh, at a niece's uh wedding you know it if you're tired you know it if you're sitting around a campfire and you know it if uh your aunt gave you a christmas gift and it's a turtleneck Mm. you know it then i only found out about it when i signed on to the movie and it was amazing when we added you onto the movie both of you it was it was so exciting because we were looking for cast for a while for a while, a while, a uh, while. Well, I'll say and once I heard hot. that uh, Walter Gunn was doing the movie, I said, count me in. I want to see how this guy plays. You know, I want to see how this guy moves. I want to see how he fights. So, and Leon, Leon Wood is, the, the, he carries the story of yes, L.L. Leon, Leon Wood Bean, the I, founder of L.L. Bean. The real name founder. man. I mean, I, when I found out that this guy's name was Leon, Leon Wood Bean, I was hooked. You know, that's all I needed to know. I said, that sounds like an interesting guy. So I did some research, you know. He was born around 1913, and uh, and they've been, they've been making, you know, they made boots first. He's the kind of guy where you know, 100% money back. And that got him into a little bit of trouble, you know, because if something went wrong, you know, he'd give, he'd give you your money back. 
and I just thought that was so interesting. He re- he'd give you your money back if it didn't work out, and uh, uh, that's you know that's all I needed to know to make a full fledged character choice. And uh, he's an honest man. He's, he's a an nice honest man. man. He's a good man, and he's making boots, and then he's making jackets, and. And then all the drama with his, you know, son, uh, Tony. When I want to be clear, the the character Tony Bean was invented for the movie. Um, you know, and, we take artistic liberties. Yeah, a false character, a false son character. Shout yeah. out to our screenwriter, uh, Aaron Storkin. Aaron Storkin, uh, a titan of our industry, would yeah. we say? Who who didn't want to take on this story? Um, no. It took me a while. Um, I know him from my niece. My niece slept with him. Okay. And oh, my niece. I didn't know this story. My niece. No I didn't idea. know how this came to I be. I didn't know this. Yes. Well, my uh. niece slept with him. And when she slept with him, um, uh, my niece, we, we had Thanksgiving and we were sitting around and she was talking about her conquest of the past year being thankful for. Oh, so you go around the table, you say what you're thankful for, and then you say your conquests. Yes. Well, she does. She's young. So How young is she? How, yeah. she's, how is she? She's a young girl. So how old is she? Wait, give us an age. So we're talking about our Please give us an age. So we're talking about our conquests. It's important to tell us She's a young girl. She's a young girl, and we're sitting College. down. She was, she's a young lad, and we're sitting down, and we were talking about her conquests, and she <laughs> said, I slept with the pizza man. I slept with uh, a marathon runner. I slept with a screenwriter, and I said, oh, knowing in the back of my head, I have three projects in development, of course, one of which I cannot find a writer for, L.L. Bean, story of Leon Leon Wood Bean. Um, so I said, who was the screenwriter you uh, uh, slept with? She said, Erin Sorkin. And I said, let me shoot my shot and let me ask if I can have his phone number. Mm. Um, and boy, was it a hunt. That's so interesting because you're... Uh, very well connected in the industry, I would say, but you needed your niece to sleep with him in order to get his contact info. That's just very surprising to me. Niece has kind of got this movie made, is what I'm noticing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, now that we're talking, my like, niece told me that you were signed on. That's really? how I joined. Your niece is my manager. Yeah, my niece is your manager. Yeah. Yes, at CAA. Your niece. Yes. Yeah. 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 My niece is a manager at CAA. She's <laughs> one of the youngest managers. Ever. We Jeez. have a situation where I'm a young son and I have an older, older brother. Um, Listen, I am really into crypto, so I'm all about disruptors. Mm. And I know that the young people are going to be the ones running this industry. Mm. And I said, I want a disruptor. Mm-hmm. And I want a 16-year-old manager. Oh, Nieces she... are the disruptors of the industry. Well, your niece was our UPM. Yes, yes. And she was famously, um, well, I think we could talk about it she was fired for uh nice. leaking scenes uh to youtube yeah. for her own personal youtube page yeah. and vlog people don't know that if you leak something that people don't want to see it's still leaking it's still leaking yes. so yeah. the, video, doesn't matter. the video has 150 <laughs> views on youtube so people, and a lot doesn't of comments going what is this yeah. yes but it's a breach of trust. Yes, My niece breached our trust. And that's what happened with our uh, HR department. They said, 
this isn't technically a leak. This isn't at Marvel when someone leaks Ant-Man. I said, this is a leak. This is a It's leak. like you said, if a tree falls in the forest, but no one's there to hear it. If you, if you post a link of a movie that is a, a quieter movie, I wouldn't say that we're a, a low-performing movie. I would say that we were overshadowed by certain other films that maybe, you know, not to say the name of the beast, but House of Gucci. Let's say it. House of Gucci contained a murder, but they're relying on cheap tricks. They're relying on a murder to carry the story. We're relying on the drama of turtleneck design. Certainly not relying on prosthetics, by the way. No. Jared Leto looks exactly like me in that makeup. You we could have just switched you out. You should have been cast. And were you up for that? Were you up for that? I was up for that. And they said, we're thinking of going with someone younger. I said it makes sense, and then they said on the inside, and, what's and crazy I said that's rude. We, what's cr- <laughs> that's rude. what's crazy is you were in tons of makeup and prosthetic to get you looking younger. Yeah, I was. So when I went in for the taping, we could have told you this. Story, we could have yeah. just switched uh, switched you out, but it was your energy that was good. And you, you know, know, I feel. Uh, oh no, go ahead. I, it's just frustrating to watch character actors nowadays be the pretty boys. You know, mm-hmm. and let's, I don't want to say the thing that, you know, no one's talking about, but Jared Leto is 49 years old. Ugh. He's actually a year older than me, but I look like an old burnt bucket of spaghetti. Oh, my niece is almost 49. Really? <laughs> okay, that, that's girl. actually good. That's I, I'm <laughs> happy to hear that. Yes, I'm very I happy to hear that. that. She was a young I just lad. remembered you asked her age. And I am now. So this is uh, this is what I'm picturing in my head. Your parents had a very old daughter, and then maybe thirty to forty years later had you. In the time, your because how old are you? You did so much work to change. I got it in the Leon Leon would be mentality. We can talk about which is a mentality well he was a bootsman he was a fur trader he was out in the road we're just going to completely ignore that age question he worked he worked hard and he was out in the field and some people think maybe movies are made with protagonists like house of gucci that are more erratic or passionate um, but this movie is about a working man. Working men are hard for protagonism because all they do is head down work. Mm. Sabrina, I think it's very brave of you to make a movie about a quiet man. Uh, for me as a costume designer, it was very exciting to dress a quiet man, um, especially one who's very plain, whose clothes are very plain. Um, it was really, It was really good. And, you know, yes, my sister was the costume designer on House of Gucci, Yes, we were both up for it, but I think I actually prefer this. I think it's really great. I think it's really great, and some would call me bitter, but I don't think I'm bitter at all. You don't seem bitter. I don't think I'm bitter at all. So why don't we, I've got a a good question. Why don't we say the year that we graduated high school? (laughs) (laughs) I'm 34, so I graduated in roughly 2004. Um, Anybody else want to jump on this one? Well, I've uh, Okay, I'm 34. I graduated in 2004. I'm 48, which <laughs> means I graduated high school. Oh my god. 92. I graduated high school in a small little town. No, not called the location. Solvang. Not the location. Solvang. There's Sol- a high school, oh, in, school in Solvang. <laughs> Solvang. The little Danish town outside of LA. Yes, there's a little high school with, out with there. Gear. That is where I'm from. Solvang. 
Um, my great aunt is used to be the mayor of Solvang. Um, and that's probably why I make movies like this. I like the quiet people. Yes, yes. The uh, the quiet souls. I think that is a big part of this middle act structure. And and I just want to hail you guys. Representation, uh, older quiet men. There's been a lack of representation in the film industry. Yes. And it's been really nice. I think quiet men across the board. Quiet men across the board. We are seeing so much. And as a quiet man, myself, proud quiet man. Yes, proud. Proud to be quiet. Um... I hate when they cast a loud man in a quiet man role. It is disgusting. You can tell when they're an extrovert and they're just faking. You it. can tell when yes. they're we, when they're they're using their muscles to force their mouth shut. <laughs> There's a difference between being naturally quiet and being forced quiet. Mm. I see a big trick. I see a lot of a lot of loud mouth actors. Um, they hold their lips. They hold their lips like they're thinking of a question, but you know that they're they're not actually naturally quiet. I would say. There's only one loud actor that's done good quiet acting, and that's Bruce Dern in Nebraska. He's great in that. Yeah, but he's a loud he's motherfucker a, otherwise. He's, he's inappropriate. Otherwise, yeah. So uh, I, uh, we actually have a clip of that, one of my favorite clips. Of, of the Nebraska? Movie is, of like, Nebraska. <laughs> we have actually a clip of Nebraska. I would love to plug other movies. <laughs> I would love to, you know, distract from other. It's good to, while we have this platform of 150 views on YouTube, to uh, play, promote other let's movies. Let's play the scene where the grandma pees on the grave. Great. In Nebraska. What are you doing, honey? Wow, Richard. Okay, that was it. That was great. <laughs> but, but I also so wanted to play another clip from our movie. Oh, yes. Um, the, the scene where the two, uh, the son and the father, uh, meet at the river. Just oh, a really lovely that. scene. Okay. Oh, yes. We shot this on 35 millimeter. Yeah, son, how you doing down there? <laughs> oh, my God, Dad. Um, yeah, your boots, your boots now, your boots, your boots are all dirty now. Mm, yeah, no. <laughs> My boots are dirty, daddy. We gotta get you some new boots now, y'all, son. Okay, daddy. And I want to applaud Sabrina for your direction on this. Such because a quiet scene. I had no <laughs> idea that... The people in Maine in 1912 used that accent. Thank you. I'm actually 71 years old. Oh, okay. <laughs> now she answers it. I think she I always. Said it before. I I sometimes <laughs> hear the question a little later. You're leaving little nuggets of. <laughs> well, actually, I'll say the the accents were mostly work between um, Gunn and I, Walter. Um, yeah. You know, we didn't meet before we showed up on set because you know we're all busy well works and i also make the choice of i'm going to do the work by myself i'm going to make my choices by myself i'm going to do the research and then when i show up i'm throwing it all away because i just want to be there Mm. so i had been working on that accent with my vocal choice richard rory for about you know six to eight months just practicing what a main accent could sound like um, and that's what I, we ended up with, with this really robust 1912 Maine sounding accents where they really open up the gut, the guttural, and they open up the gut, and you, you basically sing a song. And you can really hear you doing that in the main confrontation scene at the very end of the movie where they're arguing about which color turtleneck to put in their fall line. And this was the crux of the movie. This was the biggest emotional thing was the movie builds to... 
a father-son's fight about which color a turtleneck could be. And it's mm. as the, from a fashion perspective, it's very interesting because you had the old school, mm-hmm. um, you know, sort of like burnt umber tones of turtleneck. And then you have the new wave of people who want who want blue turtlenecks. And it caused a huge division in the East Coast yeah. fashion industry. 1967 had really disrupted everything. Yeah. Which is what Old drew me money to it. versus new money. Exactly. Well, let's play that clip if you guys don't mind. I would course, love to see myself act. What do you think, Zach? Oh, nani. Oh, nani. I think a winner has something different. Aberdeen? Aberdeen? Mm-mm. Pastels, Donnie. Mr. Bean? Mr. Bean? The representative from JCPenney is at the door, and she needs to know which color. Daddy, which one are we going to choose? I think it should be a pastel color. I don't. This is why Mum left. When he declares that the reason the family isn't together is this, underneath the subtext of fashion, I quiver. I thought that was brave that that's the first time that's even mentioned in the whole movie. Yeah. You just you never don't seen the a divorce. woman in the and movie. And also, we should, we should um, acknowledge Gal Gadot for that. For little... not playing the mother. <laughs> <laughs> for playing the secretary. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. She was really good. She that was, was really another good. woman my niece slept with. Can, can, oh. Wait, really? <laughs> oh. Because, of course. How did they meet? Ah, they don't. Gal Gadot. And uh, did our movie for, she said she can come on for a couple hours. So we did that. She, okay, so she was two I hours think, late to I set and it was because she was having sex with no, your niece? I think we're going to get the answer later. I think we're going to leave it. I think we can leave it be for now. We'll come back. This is we'll how I've back. learned she works. In. I wanted to bring up how starkly different Aaron Sorkin's tone is in this It was a real departure from his earlier Well, it just feels like he wrote it as a chore. (laughs) Like he had to write it, otherwise he'd be canceled. I wouldn't say that. I love working with Aaron. I love working with Aaron. The final script was, what, 30 pages? It was. Mostly scene directions going, God, no, And that's when it really hit me. Oh, this guy's kind of a silent type, this Mm. character, because there just weren't a lot of lines. Yeah, because, I mean, this is a 30-page script. You still have to fill 90 minutes, and so, so much of it was just B-roll of L.L. Bean stores and the clothes on the racks, and so that made my job very difficult. I had to find hours worth of material of some just might say, sweatshirts. Some might say that the costumes are a character in this Ellie, one. please go I would it. say the costumes are a character in this because... You, you worked it so hard, please. You know, and this was, a, this was a very intentional choice because I wanted to, you know, display this tension between Leon Leon Wood Bean and his son, Tony Bean, and it was it was <laughs> a very intentional choice. I don't know if you noticed that Tony was always wearing zip up LL Bean collection. It was. And Leon Leon would be famously hated the zip up. Yeah. He called it he called it the devil's jacket. And that's a really we we worked on that for a while because it was, you know, historically accurate. Yeah. Um, even though Tony was a made up character, it was historically <laughs> accurate that Leon Leon would be hated the zip. Yes, up. I mean yeah. in the history of our movie, the way we wrote it. He said I remember reading a quote. He said in Harper's Bazaar, there will never be a zipper on my jackets as long as I live. Mm. Nineteen seventy one. Zipper started coming up. And around. I can't read any quotes from Tony. 
No, because he doesn't exist. Yes, we made him. Aaron made him. And it's tough. <laughs> it's tough him. to get to see the feedback on the movie from um, the Beanwood, the Bean Estate, because they are very upset with the way this was portrayed. I'll say most estates are pretty upset, yeah. They are. The other estates of the other fashion houses all came together, and they said, yeah. we don't like this. Don't gotta, make up things. I got an email from, <laughs> from Linda Bean herself. No. From Linda no. Bean. I said, Denise? Yeah. Uh, the current owner of LLB. Oh, right? sorry. I'm... Um, she said. What did she say? She said, "I, I don't even think you guys did any research. <laughs> I don't think you guys looked into this." Well, we know his this full doesn't name. feel like this doesn't feel like uh, a story about us. Are you sure it's about us? And I think it was confusing too because we couldn't use the logo in the movie, so they. All... <laughs> and that's what was a very confusing <laughs> thing for me because I loss. I had to sort of approximate it, but. Well, I'll that was honest. true. We couldn't use the B in LL Bean, so we used a thirteen that's very close to each other. L- so yes. One three. LL thirteen Ean was LL thirteen Ean. How did you think of that idea? Well, you know, it was born out of necessity. I yeah. when and it I, was up to you, the costume designer, yes, to make that color, right? Yes. When I got this job, I thought honestly, what a godsend! When you're making a movie about an existing fashion line, all that's available to you are those clothes. So it's it makes your job a lot easier. But then you throw the curveball of this: we do not have the rights to the logo, mm. and suddenly I'm running this sort of sweatshop where oh. all these girls are embroidering th- LL thirteen Een jackets, and yeah. the real fashion heads will notice, well, and it's upsetting. I'm talking about that. Will. One of my favorite clips is when we get, you know, the, the father and the son are talking just in the first, one of the first L.L. Bean houses. Yes. Maybe we could see that clip, too, because I do love seeing myself. Oh, yes, was, this was when they opened their flagship store. Mm-hmm. Yes, Gal Gadot met my niece. Um, at <laughs> oh, There it is. The there it is. The they met um, on a walk. Where were they general... walking Okay, to? let's see let's the clip. Let's see the clip. <laughs> let's put a pin in that. Well, this is it, man. Just the store. Is everything in the interior design to your liking, Mr. Bean and Mr. Bean? Look at us. A while ago, I was making these in my attic. <laughs> now, we got a store in Boston. This is very nice. It feels like a church. In the name of the Father... And of the sun and the of the house, house of LL Bean. Yeah, that was right. We couldn't even say the name LL Bean in <laughs> but, this movie. But I remember saying, one of them say it, the other one talk over. And let's take our chances. So, this, one of them I've say, also got a ton one of, them of questions. Say 13 Bean, and, and one of them say LL Bean. Every scene you did this. I fearless and, director. And when we are on, if they show us, We'll say you're, it's like the red dress, the the blue dress, the yellow dress. You hear one? The red dress, really, the blue dress, and the yellow dress. You guys dress. know yes, that old the thing. Inter- no, the famous internet trend you're speaking Yes, with of. the red and the blue and the, and the yellow. Yeah. Um, so I've got a lot of questions about your directing style because working with you was amazing. And I really felt so inspired. You know, it was cr- it was a... It was once in a lifetime to get to work with somebody oh, like Far you. too short. How do you approach a project like this? Well, it was... I have three. I had three projects in development that were circling, right? No, not yeah. She's going to answer it later, isn't she? <laughs> no, she, no, she, no, no. I'm going to answer it now. What, we're going to see on this one. What? what? This answer could go now. either way. Ah, so I have three projects in development. 
One, the origin story of the succulent uh, working with Pixar. The house of so L. L. Bean. I've got just a really quick question about it. The succulents yes. are one of the oldest plants in the history of the world. They're actually older than most things. It's an origin story? Well, it sounds like you're interested and you need to see the movie. <laughs> Good call. You keep going. You're advertising for the movie. Nice. What's everyone working on? Well, I want to hear the third project you're working on. Ugh. Ah, we had her for a minute. Why, man? That's we totally had her, my son. bad. We had her. Absolutely my bad. <laughs> she was lucid. We had her, son. It was, I will say it was very hard to work with you on set at times, Sabrina, and I love you and I respect you as a director, but I would come to you with two options and I would say, which jacket? And then you'd say, you know, my niece worked at Target for a season and then I'd have to wait two hours for the answer and then we're just burning daylight. Yes. We burnt I, a lot of daylight. We yes, for but, sure burnt a lot of daylight. But I do, I am pretty good at answering some questions. Sure. Some, I don't. We're dear friends. We're dear friends. So let's- Working with you was a pleasure again. Well, I mean, we, we worked. again. We worked, we met in college. Yes. We went to UC Riverside together and- um, we both were studying things that we're not doing now. Oh. <laughs> what were you guys studying? Were studying? I was studying the brain. Yes. Oh, okay, neuroscientist. So you pivot. <laughs> That's was, very different. Uh, yeah, I was studying uh, pre-med. I was pre-med. You're both in the medical okay, so field. You both? Yeah, we're both in the <laughs> And what field. made you change? We met actually on uh, when we were uh, on a rotation. For nurses. So you guys were really heavily in there. You were not Last even year, pre-med. You were med. We did all of it. Um, we saw a man die very dramatically, and I think that changed us in yes. a way where I said, I want to try that. And that is what the third project in development is. No. It is about two young med students <gasps> watching a man die. I hope I can audition for that. I hope you can, too. Talk to my niece. Oh, which one? Is she in charge now? I, no, but I use her to hide. Oh, hold that on. Like she's hey, are you charge. implying? Are you implying that he has to have sex with your niece in oh, order dear. to hire you? No, that would be very illegal. Why would it be illegal? <laughs> <laughs> You're seventy-one. I I thought the niece was older now, but now it would be illegal for me to say to get a job on my show. You need to sleep with me. Niece. Yes, okay, yes, I, okay, I agree okay, with you on okay, that. Okay, I agree okay. with you on we're that. We're the same age. She's forty-seven. It's not the age. It's me saying you have to. Sorry, you're 47. She's 41. We went at medical school. We went at medical school. She was going back. She was in her 50s. I was studying the brain because I couldn't figure mine out. I want to know what goes into um, being a costumer. Yes, and how you start it because I find you and your sister both titans of our industry. Yes, well, um, I've been living in her shadow a little bit. Uh, uh, I will say she did, you know, Captain the Great. Um, uh, Phantom Thread, you know, all these movies that are really uh, guarded as big fashion movies. Elizabeth the Golden Age is my favorite of hers. Yeah, oh, I, would, I would call, I would call, and I would say, Melissa, can you get me in there? And um, she said, sure, 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 show up at this address. And um, I went there for what I thought was an interview for a, a, a new Spielberg movie. Um, it was a job interview to be an assistant manager at a Gap. Um, oh. And I said, why, why did you do this? And she said, it's a job opportunity. I said I would get you a job, and I delivered. She's a quiet woman. She's a quiet woman, and it's, it's tough to get through to her. 
Um, so I've been sort of on the Gap, J. Crew, uh, and Taylor Loft circuit. Is this your first movie? Um, I did a student film uh, once. So this, I should have led with this. Honestly, this is a big opportunity for me. This is a huge opportunity. And you were a big opportunity for my niece. Okay, fine. The cat's out of the bag. I slept with Sabrina's niece to get this job. Wow. Was I the only one that was offer only? I, I didn't think. sleep with her. I'm too quiet to sleep with anyone. Yeah, she was an old friend. I, I don't know anything about you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nobody's asked. <laughs> what is your deal? Okay, Tony, what's going on? Well, Tony's my character's name. Have you forgotten my real name? Anybody know my real name? I mean, you must know his name. By me. It's Jeff Jeffries. I'm actually yes. a, a, a nephew of Jim Jeffries, um, the Australian comedian. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, kind of raunchy. Uh, say, tells it like it is, but sometimes it's too is, you know? Uh, but I grew it's up in America. a good way America. of putting it. A too is. Well, mm. Aaron was the one that said, if I'm going to write something, I need at least somebody in there that I like. And he... Sorry, is this answering a pre-question? Or no, is this, this is a... for you. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. I don't understand why you did that. <laughs> um, Aaron Sorkin loves you. You guys have worked together yes, for a couple Yes, yes. Well, Aaron Sorkin and I have worked together for a couple of years. He was actually the one that said, please do this movie for me. I gotta... And I said, I'm not doing it. And then I saw Walter Gunn in there. And yeah. I said, I gotta learn how this guy fight. You know, I gotta learn how this guy yeah, plays. Yeah, said that a lot. He said, Let's, hey, put him up. Put him up, I was buddy. very... Yeah. You you have a very aggressive acting style. Mm-hmm. I well I want to you know uh, you know tear down a wall in there, become human, become primal. You know I pull a lot from animals. I pull a lot from real life. So I try to tear down walls and tear down things. Most of that is by men fighting, men mm-hmm. fighting and women fighting. It's a lot of fighting in my world. So what I try to do when I approach a role is you know come at it with force. Um, and but, I will say, you really did literally come at it with force. A lot of your clothes had holes in them by the end. You're just ripping them apart in mm-hmm. your trailer. Um, it was a pain in the ass for me. Yes, and to yeah. do that with the L.L. Bean fabric. Very it's, difficult. It's Quite a feat. It's a quality, well, My the L.L. 13 Ean fabric was a little easier to rip. <laughs> sometimes to it was easier somewhere. and sometimes it was harder, I will say that. Sometimes it was a very, very thin, thin fiber thing. And sometimes it felt like canvas, you know? Sometimes it felt very I had thin. to I had to go to Michael's at like times denim. and they would yeah. I would buy out their cloth fabric and then I and then they said, Well, I mean you Which can is go an to interesting the stretch choice. canvas. Michael's section. is definitely not it's like a retail <laughs> store. You didn't buy it wholesale at all. No. Sometimes I'd put This on, is yeah. my first job. <laughs> Sometimes I'd put on a shirt and I'd think this might be made of papier-mâché, and I'd move my arms and it would rip it out. But thank you for asking about me. Usually, I'm the one that's asked all the questions because I'm a 13-time, uh, you know, winner of a lot of different things. Of uh, which things? Oh, I have a Grammy, an Academy Award, a couple Teen Choice Awards. One. You had that spoken word album. I had a spoken word album that mm-hmm. I released. Which won the Grammy for? Yes. Will it was you do sp- some? Oh, I couldn't. I couldn't. Okay, I could. Which one do you guys want to hear? Oh, um, how I feel at the top. Oh, the one that plays <laughs> all the time on Kiss FM. Yes, I love that Kiss FM spoken word song. Here's a little acapella. Re, re, it's uh, all acapella. It's, it's always acapella. It's not sung. <clears throat> how I feel at the top. One, wake up. Two, coffee. Three, 
Drive! Three. Drive! Three. Drive! Every day. Now I'm going to tell you one thing I learned when I was at a hospital with a little girl named Yearn. <laughs> she was three and I was 17 and we were sick and one of us would make it out. One of us would make it out. One. It's crazy to hear Yearn live. I, it, it bumped me when I heard it on the radio, but to hear it live, it's just as crazy. It bumped me too. It bumped I'll you, me. I'll tell you what bumps me on the radio when I'm, when I'm in my car and listening to the radio and someone's screaming, drive out of nowhere. It's as a quiet man. It was it a almost surprise for all of us that that went number one. It, yeah. it, it's a chart topper. It would, it would go one it republic and then It knocked off to a Lipa for a song of the summer. <laughs> People were blasting it. No background music. That's it. That's just. Um... I'm glad I'm not the only one that looks around and thinks someone's asking me to drive. Yes. <laughs> like maybe I'm at the light for too long. Sometimes I think that growing old is like. That. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, being 48. Well, thank you guys for bringing that up. That's so lovely that uh, you guys listen to the album. Yeah, of course. Of course. Well, I, th- I think you're very good. Thank I, you. I, thank I think. You. I think. In general, I think you should learn how to be on set with other people. Mm. But what I. What do you mean? It was a, inti- mm? it was intense to be kind of we all have different processes you know I worked I grew up in you know I worked with Strasbourg when I was younger I grew up after medical w- school working with Uta Hagen yeah mm. same time moonlighting I would moonlighting uh, go to New York on the weekends take Uta Hagen classes and come back to Riverside it was romantic uh, we were crazy we were not. get when to it was, why do I need to work on what this this. <laughs> Huh? Exactly what she just did to me. The kind of get to it is you don't talk like that to a quiet. Well, we got to move on. <laughs> okay, but it's a qui- a, it's an aggressive. It's aggressive. It's a it's fast. A quiet, it's too much. A quiet man versus a loud man. You see, you think that you're winning because you're louder than me, but in reality, I'm winning because I'm still here. Wow, you quoted the last scene of the movie. Yeah. You're yeah. quoting that scene where where you're handing over the company on your deathbed. Yeah, it was it was two final scenes of the movie. One, the first final scene was the debate about the the turtleneck. This was the one that played after the credits. This is the yeah. post credits bonus it's, scene. It's, it's the post credit bonus scene is when he hands the company so over to Tony, which is very. They said you can't fire people for leaks unless you're a Marvel movie, and you can't have a post credit tag unless you're a Marvel movie. And I said no. It was crazy because it wasn't even a post credit tag. It was. The most pivotal part of the movie was yeah. post credits. And I was I read that line. You think that you're winning because you're louder than me, but I'm winning because I'm still here. And I thought, Aaron, where was that the rest of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> I thought Beautiful line. Really what the beautiful only line. good line. Was, <laughs> Aaron, where was that? A really, really, really good line. What was that, Aaron? From Mr. Aaron, Sorkin. Where was that? It was like he wrote this movie in his sleep, and then he woke up, and then he said, I'll use this for something else. Sometimes he's accidentally himself when he's not trying to bomb something. The succulent movie Yeah, when he's not trying to blow up something. Succulent movie, we're getting some school. Oh my gosh, I blew it again. it's fine. What? It's time. He's talking about the succulent movie. You were about to talk about the succulent movie. movie. You're still arguing because you're loud, and I'm still arguing because I'm here. Isn't that the line? Yeah, Sabrina, yes, it's fine. (laughs) Um, so, so I guess what I'll do here in a public forum is I would like to handle this straight on and to the point. I apologize if wow. I came across aggressive. I apologize if I wronged you in any way. I look up to your skill. I look up to you as a performer, as an artist, and all I want to do is fight that. I want to figure it out. I want to be two bears on set ripping each other apart. 
And if that's not your style, I can understand that and I can adapt. One. Here we go. Two. Everybody. Three. Drive. <laughs> Drive. Oh, I'm not in a car. Sorry, I think somebody just played it. My phone sometimes plays it. Is that your ringtone? Yeah, oh, my ringtone. ringtone's <laughs> Sorry, going off. getting a call. Aaron. Hey. Sorky, we're oh, actually talk. just oh, talking Aaron, about the movie. Put him on. Put him on. Okay, I'll put him on speakerphone. Hey, guys, how are we doing out there? Oh, God, this country sucks. Hey, Aaron. Hey, good to see you. Why are you calling Jeff Jeffries? Uh, walking down, talking things. I'll tell you, it's just like a Mars and Jupiter fight out here when we're, we're all just pussies in the fight. We're trying okay, to I'm do it. Take hang, you off, buddy. hang up, <laughs> hang up, hang up. I don't he want was... to go ahead ask him a question. No, 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 I just wanted to know. I was just curious to know where he was because I, I thought he was supposed to come today. This is his movie, but it's almost like he uh, was disappearing into the shadows. It's he almost like over, everyone yeah. involved with this movie except for us has run. Has run very far. Gal Gadot is nowhere to be seen. <laughs> well, to be fair, she only had a co-star in this movie. Yes, for and my And that, that was rude. So that Aaron, was rude to wh- Gal Where are you? Aaron, where are you, buddy? On an airplane going to save the, uh, going to save a script that the Capitol has. <laughs> you- <laughs> <laughs> you're, gonna, you're going to an airplane to fly to the Capitol to save a script? To save a script. Aaron? Aaron, buddy? We'll never figure we'll out that one. We'll never know. We'll never know. We'll never know. But listen, I think despite what you might be hearing from a lot of people, yeah, thank you. Um, I we've got a tremendous glowing review. Yeah. From one glowing review from yes. Napping Monthly. They said this movie <laughs> works. It does what it's intended to do. I was out like a rock. It did say that one low point was the scene where you said the line where where because it it, it, it wakes was, you up it makes was a good think. movie it wakes you up and makes you think. But they said at the end maybe that's a good thing because that means I'm supposed to leave the theater because it was yes. post credits. You read the review too. I read every Napping Monthly. I love Napping. Oh, Monthly. I love Napping Monthly. And then we For had a Quiet good Man. It's a good magazine. It is the number one magazine amongst Quiet Men. Uh, we had a good review from uh, Big Tall and Sleepy. What was that? I didn't read this it's one. It's a great uh, blog for taller men who are sleepy. Oh, that's a... What is the review? The Not... review. Okay, we'll, we'll find that out later. But we got... I... In the history of the L.L. Bean catalog... Now, we have made fashion history. They have never put out a movie review. Mm. But they... They, they made a full a announcement. Gl- they, they really ripped us into the one. last page of the catalog, next to the socks. They put out a full-page negative review of this movie. Linda being reviewed it herself, and I thought that was rude. Mm. I thought that was rude and unnecessary. Yes. Look, I'm proud of what we did. Me too. Big, tall, and lazy. They said this movie slap sleeps. Slap sleeps. Slap sleeps. Slap sleeps. Slap sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> Is that slang for sleepy people? Mm, slap sleeps. Yeah. I, I would also say I, I heard um, my uh, sources tell me that uh, there's this new app called Nice Chat, and everyone <laughs> on there loves this. 
Everyone loves oh. it on niece chat. It's a movie oh. for nieces. It's a movie for nieces, made by nieces for nieces. And <laughs> it's that's a movie you can like, watch with your niece. <laughs> nieces like to support other nieces. They do. There's not one niece mentioned in this movie, but it's a movie for nieces <laughs> by, by nieces. nieces. Our and none of us are. I'm personally not a niece to anyone. But we're all here because of a niece. Because of a niece. Yes, we are because we are here because a niece. Because a niece <laughs> took a chance on us. Anise and Anise, our main producer and funder, mm-hmm. Anise Jones. Anise, yeah. You know, I always Anise. like to say, I like to say, you can have a hundred nephews in a room, and all it takes is one niece. I like to say, behind every man, there's a hard, slutty, working niece. <laughs> That's true. Um, well, I'd love to go around, and um, what's next for everybody? What's next? Oh, I'm taking the next six months off. I uh, got a house in uh, Montauk, and I'm going to be up there being quiet. You know, just sitting in chairs, getting up and groaning every time I move, and uh, drinking coffee in the morning, and uh, stout at night. And sleepy Sounds like a character study. Mm, I'm studying myself. I'm just learning about myself after 48 years of living. Hmm. Because if I can't be me, fucking Jared Leto will. So I gotta know who it's I am. It's true. You gotta take. The, you gotta take what you can get from him. I swear to God, I saw him taking photos of me through a window the other day, and I saw him. I saw him with a really nice camera, the kind of camera that people use in VR when they when they turn you know computers into bodies. I swear to God, he's trying to take my likeness. I swear to God. Oh. I don't know. I haven't told anyone that. Uh, the next thing I'm working on is my new album, actually. It's spoken word plus one man scatting in the back. It's going to be a trip. Are you doing the scatting, too? I'm also doing the scatting. Do you do okay. it live together? Or you when I do it live, I'll, I'm gonna, I have my friend, uh, Toby Keith. He's going to be scatting live oh, in the I back. Love Toby. Oh, I've heard from him before. <laughs> I love booting your ass. Yeah, great song. And that's why I was like, I got to get this guy live scatting live behind to- me as I speak. Now, do you consider yourself more of an actor or more of a scatter? I'm kind of somewhere in the middle, you know, um, and I Jack I don't see I don't see the difference really. Jack of yeah. two traits. Yeah. Jack of two traits. Jack of two traits. Because your voice is so malleable. What mm. you did with that dialect. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I you know I love taking a role with an accent. I love taking a role that will put my voice somewhere else. It feels much easier. I mean, I had yes. m- one of my most famous roles. The reason I won you know my kids' Teen Choice Award was when I played um, one of the members of the Naked Brothers band. Um, a yes. Naked Brothers Band biopic? A Naked Brothers Band biopic wow. called Under the Naked Bo- Brothers. Oh, it's by <laughs> the same woman that did Under the Tuscan Sun. Yes, it's Under the Tuscan Sun <laughs> and Under the Silver Lake. She <laughs> only <laughs> a trilogy. <laughs> it's Under the Tuscan Sun, Under the Silver Lake, and the third piece is Under the Naked Brothers. A big departure. A she, really big departure. I love she does under movies. Under the movie. What will she be under next? When she attaches to prepositions. I love a woman like that. Yeah, me too. Ellie, what's going on for you? Well, um, I'm currently wrapped up in a lawsuit. Uh, all of the women. <laughs> <laughs> all of the women who worked on the LL13 Ian uh, line were not too happy with the working conditions. Um, uh, they are alleging that it, it was 16 to 18 hours at a time. 16 I- Sixteen in hours at a time. So I'm I'm gonna be pretty busy with that. Uh, my court date is set for uh, February 2022. 
Um, and they're not suing anyone else on the production, it seems. It seems it's only falling on me, yeah, we which got really I find good lawyers. interesting. Um, but yeah, so look out for my court case. Uh, it'll be up and available maybe where court cases are streamed. Check Good to out. plug it. Good to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking to, we're talking to Discovery Plus and we are also talking to Paramount Plus about something unrelated. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a different statement. You're just talking to them. We're just talking to them. <laughs> just what's up? Nothing much. <laughs> I'm just calling them. I'm calling them up. I'm saying how, what's going on? You're in talks. That's it has a, nothing to do with my career. I remember that. You're in talks. Sabrina, Sabrina? what's going on? Oh, oh, she's oh she like, died. She, she died. died. <laughs> she died. Sabrina! This has been Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists answering the question. Now that's why they call it show business. Good night, hot mommies. Draw Hi, I'm Angela Geritana. I'm Jeremy Colhane. I'm Patrick McDonald. And I'm Kylie Brakeman. Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists is an improvised Hollywood Roundtable podcast available on iTunes and Spotify. You can follow us at Pod on Twitter and Instagram. That's right, four A's with three O's in between, then pod. Music for this week's episode was provided by Gabriel Ponton. Stars, they're just like us. And if you like this episode, you can give us five of them by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. That's all for now. Good night, Hollywood.